0: Amanda from Ponte's Books here to start talking about chapter five in The Prince and the Pauper. Today, our vocabulary focus is another one that is focusing on multiple words rather than one, because they work together all as a collection of words. And that collection of words are Lord, Master, Highness, Grace, Liege, Worship, Majesty. So all of these words um, have a main thing in common, they can be used in other ways as well, but the way that they're most often used in the Prince and the Pauper is as a formal title that someone would use to refer to, typically in the story, it's the prince or the king, um, but just in general, people who have a higher title than you. So, um, especially in England, at this time, the time of the Prince and the Pauper, there was a hierarchy of social positions, and most of those were related to power and land that people would have and, uh, and or who they married, right? So some people would marry into a title. So these titles all were ranked, like one would be the top, which would be the king and the queen, right? They were the very top, and below that you could get the prince and the princesses, and then it went all the way down from that with knights and dukes, and earls, and all sorts of things like that. So the idea was that um, the original reason for the title, specifically when it came to monarchs, so people who were royal, is the belief that monarchs were actually chosen by God for that position. And so that they needed to be uh, spoken to in a certain way and treated with a certain amount of respect, because they were the closest things on earth to God. So that's what they believed. Um, And It's also a little tricky because some of these titles sometimes, uh, they're preceded by the word my and sometimes by the word your. So we'll look at that a little bit, but in general, if it's a trait that was kind of like describing them, it would be your. And if it's kind of like more of a title that they have, it would be my. So we'll look at what that actually looks like here with some of these titles. So here are the ones where you would put the word your before it. So when you're referring to somebody, again, we'll just use king as an example, your worship, your majesty, your highness, your grace might be all things that somebody could use to properly address somebody like a king. So all of these are really things with the exception, worship gets a little tricky. um, but majesty, highness, and grace, those are all kind of traits that a king would have. So, they're kind of referring to, and now it's transformed into this just title. So it kind of feels weird to step back and think about it. But really what those are is like, oh, you have a lot of grace. Oh, you have a lot of majesty, right? But that just kind of is simplified to this phrase, your grace, your majesty, and now is accepted as, or at the point in the story even was accepted as just almost like the title that you used to refer to them as. So you can see the etymologies here. Um, etymology is always tricky because there's a certain amount that you can trace it back. And then sometimes you can trace it a little bit further and it just gets a little tricky. So these are the ones that I kind of found where the words were still resembling what the they look like in modern day English. Um, but in terms of pronunciations, I have no idea. So I'm not really going to try, but worship, um, venerate, honor showed to an object. So that still makes sense in, in the sense of uh, kind of using that as a title. You're speaking to somebody that you are showing respect two. Majesty, greatness, honor, excellence, royalty, excellence, nobility for highness, uh, and grace, favor, esteem, pleasing quality. So then these all would be preceded by the word my. So instead of your, now it's my lord, my master, my liege. So you wouldn't say your lord, your master, your liege like you would with some of those other phrases. So these are more, like I was kind of saying, they're kind of like titles um, that you're speaking to somebody who is the Lord of you or the boss of you or the master of you um, or the leader of you. And so you're using that word my because the person you're talking to is your leader, your boss. So again, you can see the etymologies here. Lord, master of a household. Uh, Magister, I think, chief, head, director or teacher uh not sure on the last one leader of a band of free men so all of those have to do with kind of a leader or a master of some sort so just taking a look at these in a sentence because there were so many examples it was kind of hard so i just kind of picked two and showed them an example um, in a couple sentences your majesty may i please ask you for a favor okay that's our straightforward sentence there's not really a whole lot of complicated language in this uh, we see these words pop up all the time in the Prince and the Popper and sometimes they're tweaked a little bit or kind of inverted, and it's not always exactly the same. But here we have, but it is not that I, but is it not I that speed him hence, my liege? How long might he not live but for me? So that is a quote by um, Tom, who they think is Edward in this chapter, and he is talking about the Duke of Norfolk, and he is basically guilty because he thinks the death of the Duke of Norfolk is being sped up by the fact that uh, the king wants to make it official uh, that he's a prince and wants him to start his princely duties. And that's on page 25. So kind of connect this to modern day. Obviously, we've already discussed this in previous videos, but there are still modern day monarchs. So looking at kind of England specifically, just because that's the most direct comparison to the prince and the pauper, uh, there are apparently correct titles when you're using um, language either written or spoken with royals. And uh, it's very specific. And so every single person, member of the royal family gets an official title unless they're removed enough and they actually decline that title. But um, His Majesty the King, her Majesty the Queen would be kind of a proper way to say King and Queen modern day, for the Prince, His Royal Highness. So you see that kind of switch from Majesty to Highness, and then Prince of, and then whatever the country is, or in some case, uh, it's well yeah, it's like Prince of Wales um, is is a common one. That's what Edward is. He's the Prince of Wales. Same thing. Her Royal Highness Princess of blah blah blah. Then uh, another example would just be a Duke and a Duchess. So those are not Those are nobles, but not in the royal uh, family. And so you would say his grace, the Duke of blah, 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 like Norfolk, or her grace, the Duchess of blah, blah, blah. So just some examples of modern day uses. Uh, And you can look up what people's official titles are if you're ever curious. So I thought it'd be fun also to just include some other etiquette rules in addition to using the proper titles. These are some of the modern day etiquette rules that are suggested for royals. And again, most of these apply specifically to England, but some apply to some other places as well. Um, So you're not supposed to touch a king or a queen. So you don't go in for a handshake unless they reach out for you first. In conversation, you're not patting them on the shoulder, absolutely wouldn't go in for a hug, there's just no touching. Uh, Typically you would wear formal attire, which I think most people would feel would be necessary anyway, but you want it to be fancy and you want to avoid Um, sleeveless or casual clothing. You also wanna be careful of your body language. You wanna make sure that you're not slouching or crossing your arms. Also, if you live in the US, this isn't as common for us, this is more of a European thing, Um, but friendly kisses upon greeting, those are only for family members or close friends. And again, it kind of needs to be initiated by the person who has uh, the higher title. While you are eating, there should be no wrists, elbows, or hands on the table. So it's pretty typical eating etiquette Uh, kind of rule that most people are familiar with, but that is one that applies to royals as well. Um, Also, you're apparently supposed to wait for the host to place the napkin on their own lap before you place your napkin on your lap. Uh, And then also there's a little bit of controversy surrounding bows and curtsies because nowadays it's almost feels like they're being mocked if somebody goes in for a full bow. And so typically people will do kind of just a, a neck bow Um, or just a, you know, mini curtsy when they are meeting someone royal. Um, So it's to still show respect, but not to seem like they are mocking. So those are just some fun etiquette rules, titles uh, that apply to what's going on in the Prince and the Pauper today. Hopefully you have a good